Speaker Mind Podcast is your host Jeff Swav. I'm with my guest for today. Introducing first. What's up, bros? Abby. Also introducing. What's up, y'all? This is E Man. All right, all right. Also, what's up? What's up? It's a Mecca from Dallas, Texas. A A A. Am I jumping in? Nah. All right, all good, yo. <laughs> but yeah, yo. What's, yo, you coming in? Doing a podcast. You coming in? Yo, come true, bro. Come true, man. Come true. Come true. Come true. Jump in. What's up with this? Uh, Chicane from Arlington, Texas. Hey, the American guys over here. You know what I'm saying? For Caribana weekend. So, yo, yo, Ebby, how was your weekend the past weekend, though? Our weekend was good. Uh, didn't do too much, you know, stay low key, but I know the city was buzzing. I was downtown a lot. Uh, it's crazy. It's going to be crazier this weekend. So I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Yeah. Eh? So looking forward to Carabana weekend, eh? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the best city. This is the best weekend in the city. So, you know, you can't, um, you can't deny that. So you just got to be outside. Hear that, yo. E-man, you're from Texas, but originally used to come from, you know, Toronto. Yeah. So, yo, man, like, what are you looking forward to it? Man, it just feels good to be back, you know, um, chilling with my, with my boys and, you know, all my buddies from college and, you know, we're here for my, ba- my boy's bachelor party. Um, you know, we're just trying to see what's up, you know, we're trying to see what the city has to offer, you know, enjoy ourselves, have a good time, you know, go back with some memories, you know, just enjoy ourselves. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what's up, bro. Michael, what about you, bro? Man, <laughs> how, how honest can we be on this podcast? Man? <laughs> <laughs> it is, speak your mind, right? <laughs> but, but, but definitely, you know, looking forward to some of the ladies, you know, see what's up with the ladies in the city. And, you know, of course, just, you know, haven't had much time to just spend with the homies and stuff like that. Everybody's busy doing different things. So it's a good opportunity for everybody to get together, you know, reacquaint themselves with each other and, you know, just chill. So just chill with new vibes man see what toronto's talking about uh, oh okay yo so yo bro hold on so yo is this your first time coming to toronto yeah 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 this is my first time man so yo so what made you want to come all the way down over here in the six man oh man this is all drizzy man it's all drizzy. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just playing man i'm just playing man he he picked it like i feel basically like i've been kind of all over the u.s you know as far as like major cities been atlanta la new york you know, Houston, Dallas, of course. So I've been around, man. So it's kind of good to get out the country and then not be a third world country, you know? So it's like an actual foreign country that's, you know, nice. You can check it out. Big city. So I just want to see what it's talking about. That's what's up, though. So, yo, what's your all expectation? I mean, you know, I'm not trying to get into too much trouble, but I just want, you know, <laughs> but uh, I just want, you know, um, my boys have a good time, you know. I I I definitely hype the city up. I always talk about it, you know. I love the six. Is 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 being good to me, you know. This is this is where you know home is, you know. This is where family is. So you know, I want I want my boys to feel the love, you know, have a good time, and I just want to see them enjoy. That's that's really the main thing. As long as they're good, I'm good. That's that's it. Yo, I hear you though. All I can say is that yo, over here in Toronto, the girls are nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it talks though. You know, and also like I like the culture. The culture here is nice though. The culture here is nice. You know what I'm saying? The culture is very nice. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say like American culture is not nice, but you know, 
Toronto, Toronto culture is lit. It's all about Toronto, exactly. It's yeah. like good vibes, you know. Everyone is, you know. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's a mixed, it's a mixed culture with all these different cultures. So it's like you're so open to everything. It's just something about it. Like you meet all different kinds of people, and it's just like it opens your mind. You know, you just see the world differently. And I just, I'm so grateful just be to be from here. You know, because when I step outside of here, I I realize how different it is, and so I appreciate Toronto. I think you guys are gonna appreciate Toronto too. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, you play ball outside of um Canada, right? Yeah. So like you like like you know, tell us a little bit some some about that. I mean, I've been to well, obviously I went to school in America, got my degree there, and uh, I played in Germany and uh, China so far in terms of out of continent, and it's different. It's a whole different world. Like you know, Germany's pretty first world, but um, it's just a different world. Like you think that English is the standard, the universal, but it's like. There's no surviving there if you don't know the language, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, um, and China just, they're, 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 they're like different galaxy, you know? So, yeah. and it's just like, so being in big cities there and being in a big city in Canada and seeing how different it is, it's just like, I appreciate this place so much. I hear that, yo. Mecca, yo. So, yo, you come from Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, tell the listeners about your city. I mean, Dallas, Dallas is a spot, man, yeah. you know? Dallas Mavericks, man. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Everybody, you know. Uh, I mean, Dallas is a chill city, man. It's real chill, just laid back. Um, it's actually kind of getting a little Cali vibe now, you know, like because basically, you know, Dallas becoming a big tech hub and things like that. So with the the way wages are and uh, standard of living, not standard of living, but you know, just the cost of living and stuff, much cheaper than California. So we got a lot of people coming over from California. So it's kind of changing the vibe of the city. So now it's like, you know, it's getting that little Cali vibe and stuff like that. So it's nice, man. It's laid back. You know, anybody in Toronto and T-Dot, man, that's thinking about making a little trip to the U.S., man, you know, check Dallas out. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you made your email. Anything to add to that? Definitely, man. I mean, um, you know, everything Mech said is like right spot on. It's, it's definitely getting, um, I guess you can say a little more gentrified, you know, um, Lots of lots of money coming in, lots of people coming in. It's a lot safer than it used to be. Um, you know, the turn up is nice. But with that, you know, it comes with some negatives. You know, the women are uh, a little more stuck up these days <laughs> than they used to be. You know, they're a little more bougie, you know. So, I mean, you just have to have a you just got to up your game now um, as far as, you know, the night scene, um, approaching them, that kind of stuff. You know, but it's 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 good though. It's it's a beautiful place. The weather is always nice. You know, the vibe is cool, but it's it's different. It's just different. Where you so yo between Dallas and Toronto, right? Which one's better? Which one would you prefer? In terms of <laughs> the whole lifestyle, and everything, man. Like, what would you prefer? Because yo, you're actually from here. Obviously, moved down over there, right? So you 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 have like best of both worlds and whatever, whatever, right? So like, I don't know. Which one do you prefer? Um, in terms of like, I guess social life i'll probably say honestly i probably say texas just because the the pace of life is slower you know people it's, it's a lot i guess it's a lot more social like you know you get off at you know four or five happy hours like a big thing brunch is a big thing you know just like just the lifestyle is very very social as far as you know the city vibe um i would definitely say toronto but texas is definitely catching up you know the more people move down the more diverse it's become. Um, I wish there was more diversity, but I mean, it's getting there. True, true, true. So, yo, yo, but on, like, I don't, is there a lot of like, I don't know, like black people there? <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of uh, black people, successful black people in the Dallas, uh, Houston area. Um, you know, it's changing. It didn't used to be like that. As far as like culture and stuff, I think there's more like 
black culture in, 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 in Toronto for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just because everybody identifies with, you know, where they're from. Whereas when you come, when you come to the States, you know, you just kind of identify as American. If you're, if no matter if you're from Nigeria, if you're from Ghana, like you're just, you know, you're African American. Whereas over here, you know, if you're from Ghana, you rep it. If you're from Nigeria, you rep it. You know, we still rep it too. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's different over here. So. Okay. True that though. True that. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of wavy right now, still. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty lit right now, still. So I kind of, I may sound like I may be slurring my words a bit, but it's all good though. You know, that's how you know it's gonna be a lit podcast. You know what I'm saying? We were very honest about everything. So yeah. But anyways, but yo, but I want to get into. I want to question. I want to ask too about like the whole like you know American and versus you know. Canada or whatever, but you, I know you like last time, we, like we were talking up before the podcast about gun control, right? So a lot of people probably from Toronto don't really understand the whole gun control and all that stuff that's happening, right? So yo, guys, you guys are from Texas and whatever, like, yo, explain, you know, a little something, something for the listeners. Um, you know, gun control is like, it's, it's a very touchy subject and I, I'm probably in the minority. Um, when I say that, um, I do think that more people need to have guns, more responsible people need to have guns. I know a lot of people disagree with that, you know, but in the society that we live in, in, in the United States where, you know, the second amendment is a vital part of our DNA, you know, guns aren't going anywhere. They're here to stay. Um, with that being said, you know, in order to protect yourself or in order to protect others, responsible gun owners or responsible people need to have guns. Um, I know we were talking previously about having a gun, in a public university, you know, and I was saying, like, honestly, you know, more people should have guns because let's say there is, you know, uh, somebody opening fire in a classroom. You know, I would hope that there was somebody there that had a gun in order to stop the person, you know, from taking more lives, you know, because where we've gotten to a point in the United States, that's what we have to have. Um, some people may disagree and I understand the other side, but I would I personally would feel safer if I had a child going to a school, you know, that had, you know, certain people having a weapon i'm gonna have to disagree with my brother (laughs) with my brother e-man over here you know like um i'm sure people kind of know that there's been an increasing level of uh mass gun violence in the united states you know and as a result of that you know there's a lot of people who want you know new policies new legislation to go ahead and amend that type of situation because most a lot of the times when these situations are happening is with automatic weapons you know and it's not that i think people kind of get confused thinking that it's all just like we just completely want to take your guns away and things like that but no we we kind of just want to restrict the automatic weapons semi-automatic weapons things like that mostly the semi-automatic weapons you know we want to make sure that people can't get those type of guns you know and then also people who are applying for these applying for these things there needs to be stricter policy so not everybody can have some type of access to those type of weapons you know because um i don't know just having more guns I, you know, I just don't think that would be the solution necessarily. That would damn near take us back to the the Wild West or something, yeah, you know, like yeah. everybody's loaded with a gun and, you know, you say something disrespectful, somebody has a gun on them, they're quick to temper, they let it go, you know, like, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Florida, yeah, exactly, yeah. stand your ground, you know, and then someone else just retaliates, their friend retaliates, it's just a spiral of hate that, you know, ensues basically. So, um, while it is like that, you know, if you're, you know, you want to be able to protect yourself if... You know, someone comes in with a weapon, but at the same time, I I just think like the implications of allowing everybody to have it typically, especially on a public university, I think it would be uh, more detrimental to society than it would be beneficial. You say that. So, 
This is Shay here representing H Town. Yeah. <laughs> now, I just wanted to touch on something I heard before, though, where you said they should have guns in school. Yeah. Like, yeah, public university. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard a lot of people say, okay, yes, armed teachers, armed people, you know, mm-hmm. professors. It's. But when you're put in that position, are you sure that person is going to step up? It's one thing to say, oh, I have the gun, but it's one thing to know when the situation calls to use it, that that person will be able to step up. You know, there are still soldiers that are dealing with like PTSD because they've done things they never thought they would ever have to do, you know. So um, just having a gun does not mean that you're going to be able to use it when, the you know, I think there was a situation where a cop was sitting outside uh, while things were happening inside the school. He didn't go in. You know, everybody is conscious about their own safety. You know what I mean? So I just want to put my two cents. Yeah, actually, yeah, I just wanted to bounce off, you know, one thing he kind of said with the, you know, <laughs> hey, what's up, uh, just, you know, what, what, what he said about, you know, yeah. not everybody is going to be equipped with being just because they're equipped with a weapon doesn't mean they're uh, equipped with the know how to yeah. use that weapon. Because, uh, you know, I feel like if you think about it, when you look at police officers who are trained to have these weapons, to have these guns and they still can't get it right at times, you know, they're still shooting when they're not supposed to be shooting not shooting when they're you know supposed to be shooting things like that so um it just depends you know you'd have to train people and do different things like that if you were to equip everyone weapons you see i agree with everything that y'all are saying like it's it's not that i disagree you know with anything y'all said but like when i say when i say I'm, i'm i'm for um the arming of like weapons i definitely agree you we need to have stricter um background checks you know we need to make sure that the guns aren't going to the to people who, who don't need to be having guns in their hands um i think we need metal detectors you know i i think we need all of that so when i say that um you know i'm, I'm for um you know open carry or something like that it's not it's not that i'm saying that i disagree at all i'm just saying that we've gotten to a point in the united states where like the Second Amendment is an, in, an, an integral part of our DNA. And with that being said, you know, as far as like public universities, right, you know, we, we, we talk, we always talk about having stricter gun laws and X, Y, Z, but like we, certain, certain states have ridiculously strict gun laws, like Chicago, for example, like Illinois, you know, and some and those states are the ones with the worst gun violence, you know, yeah, I get like automatic weapons should be banned, period, you know, nobody should have an automatic weapon, you know, semi-automatic weapons, you definitely should have some kind of license in order to, you know, own and operate that kind of weapon. But as far as safety goes, like, I don't feel comfortable putting the trust of or putting the life of my child in, into a, you know, into a security guard's hand at school. You know, just like you said, you know, this cop was armed with a gun and he went the wrong way. He went to a football field. He was like scared. I don't know what happened at Parkland, you know, and everything happened. Now, I don't know if having teachers, you know, being armed with a weapon is the right solution. I don't know. But I think that, you know, we, it can't just be on it can't just be on a security officer, you know, whether there's more security or something. I don't know. But something has to be done. Well, for me, well, my take on that is like I don't think carrying a, a firearm is necessary. Look at Toronto, for example, right? Not trying to compare the two, but we don't really have much mass shootings over here, right? We have pretty some pretty. Abby, you can agree with me. We have some pretty good um, gun laws over here, right? So my thing is like, is that really that necessary? Like, what are you guys scared of that you guys feel the need to carry a firearms? Secondly, speaking, I personally don't want a teacher to carry that because number one, by doing so, you're, you're, first of all, I gotta. It's a, it's a different ball game. Teachers are meant to just what teach 
You know what I'm saying? They're not there to protect and serve nobody or preserve life. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're just educators. They're supposed to educate the, 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 the next generation of kids. Yeah, dig? So to me, it's like, it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't seem like a, an appropriate requirement for that. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying for solution for that, I'm not like, I'm just saying though, in, 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 in America, right? Have obviously law enforcement in the schools, right? Patrolling, you know what I mean? Show that, 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 that physical presence, you know what I'm saying? That these guys are there all the time. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, I feel like that can help. You know what I'm saying? But I personally don't agree with the idea of carrying guns. You know what I'm saying? I think it should be very, some, they can, should continue to um, have strict gun laws to prevent, you know, you know, people from carrying that stuff. You feel me? Abby, what do you think about that? I mean, since I am Canadian and I'm from Toronto, uh, I just, um, like, I agree with Jeff. I got to say, like, this whole gun thing. I think it's just, it, it could be great, but it seems black and white to me because I have a biased point of view. So it's like, we don't have a, like a second amendment where we have the right to bear arms. So we don't, it's not like culturally ingrained in us. Like maybe not for, so maybe not for you guys, but like from people from like the Midwest, like Iowa or I even have people like not in the Midwest, like in Maine. I know they, they're they big on hunting. They love their guns. Like it's, it's culture. So it's like, right. So it's like, it's hard to just say nobody can have guns now, you know, strict gun laws. Whereas Canada, I mean, we're not really that big on guns mm -hmm. and that's not our culture. So it's like to say, oh, no guns, like it's not a big deal, but you can't just strip something away from 350 million people and not expect outrage. So, so, so it's like, it's, excuse me, man, I'm kind of, you know, so, <laughs> so, so, so it's like, um. It's like it's it's tough. So I mean, I I wish you could say get rid of all the guns, but it's it's not it's never gonna be that easy, and it's always gonna be a debate. I don't think it's ever gonna be like, oh, we're gonna get rid of guns. You know what I'm saying? It's, they're there. It's, they're in the country. You can't get rid of all of them now. So now, and it's usually the illegal guns that are killing people too. So it's like it's hard. It's hard. But, but, but hold on. It's like you said they're legal guns, but the mass shootings isn't, they're not like, they're basically registered and, um, 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 owners that have that possession of those guns. And it's the children that have possession of those guns and they go into the schools and shoot people. You see what I mean? Uh, but, but no, but you, but Ebby does have a point. It is illegal because they modify them and they make them illegal. Like, you know, like for example, the Parkland shooter, he made his weapon like, a, I think like an automatic weapon, you know, um, they're buying, I, I, I forget all these little, you know, Things that they add to them, like all those, all those little things that are not necessary, we can make those illegal. Like you know, just because you have the right to bear arms doesn't mean that you should be able to modify it to shoot automatically, or modify it to shoot faster, or shoot like bigger rounds or something like that. You know, like there are certain precautions we can take, but like as far as as far as you know, stricter gun laws, it's statistically it's just proven that it doesn't have an effect um, as far as lowering crime rates. You know, if you look in New York and like I said, you look at Illinois, Chicago, um, you know, those have some of the highest gun violence rates and those are some of the strictest states and cities, you know, as far as, as, as far as gun laws. And then you look at a place like Arizona, you know, which has open carry, you don't even need a license own a weapon. And you look at the gun violence, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's more about like people's economical situations and, you know, what they're going through and that kind of stuff. And then obviously, you know, with all these mass shootings and that kind of, you know, that there too. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough question. Anything else to add to that? Uh, well, I feel with uh, certain statistics and things like that, right? It could be like a little skewed because like when you care, compare something like Arizona, right, to a New York, 
has a large inner city and things like that, you know, there's going to be more gun violence typically, you know, regardless of the situation. So it can kind of skew things and, you know, make you believe a certain thing. And uh, I mean, just the, the, the laws being, you know, restrictive and stuff like that. I don't think there should be like a 100% ban, like I said before, but you know, definitely in the very least, I don't think we need semi-automatic weapons at all. You know, automatic, I think that's, that's clear that there should not be automatic weapons available to the public. You know, it's not, you know, it's not so, but semi-automatic, there's no need for that because if you're going hunting and doing things like that, you know, what you need single rounds. Like if you're hunting, you know, duck, if you're hunting deer, all you need is a single round to take it. You know, you don't need semi. What do you need semi-automatic for? You know, so. So you don't believe in handguns? I mean, handguns is like, because there, there are, what is it? Because I believe there are places that don't allow, they allow rifles. I actually mm-hmm. think Nigeria is like that. They allow rifles, but not handguns. And yeah. handguns are more dangerous because. Handguns are semi-automatic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and just, yeah. You, can yeah. Conce- yeah. And you can conceal it too, yeah. you know? So that's why I kind of feel like having a handgun versus just even rifle. Because if the basis or the premise of somebody, you know, saying that we want to be allowed to have guns is one big thing for a lot of people in the U.S. is hunting hunting of all things, then, you know, you have to go based off of your, your, your law has to be predicated off of that premise that we want to hunt. Right. Yeah. So if you want to hunt, you need single bullets, you but know, you don't need some too, though. Exactly. I mean, you can't conceal a rifle. Yeah. But now if I were to do a st- uh, statistic over how many times people break into somebody's house and they were saved by having uh, their own home, uh, home gun versus how many times a, a person's doing a mass shooting or killing somebody in the street, what would the statistics look like? You know, the odds, you have to kind of do some type of balancing That's test at the end of the day, you know, so. That's true. All right, cool, man. Thanks for your insight on that. You see what I mean? I know. It's something I always want to talk about, but let's move along besides that. So, as you guys heard, I've been used. Our homeboy, Mr. LeBron James, has opened a school. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ebby's a baller. So, I, I don't know the true details about it. So, Ebby, like, do you guys want to explain exactly what LeBron did? Well, I'm going to explain from what I know. I mean, I'm not the best reporter. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, LeBron, uh, obviously... He's really been involved in this community, you know, uh, Akron, his hometown, Akron, Ohio. And uh, he built a school, I Promise School, uh, in in his hometown uh, for underprivileged kids in, you know, lower lower age, I think it was grade four and five. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's, uh, it's an underprivileged school. I mean, so he, it, it's pretty much for kids that aren't put in position to succeed as as like the average American, and you know, because he feels like he could relate because he missed 83 days of school in the fourth grade, which is a big number. It's like four months, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so it was like 180 days. Yeah. And something about that, like, I guess he was talking about like, giving free tuition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uniforms, the bicycles, transportation, breakfast, breakfast you know, f- food pantry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, placement for like, for the parents to like, receive some type of like employment. So, yeah. So that's the, I, I like that because like as a successful businessman and especially, and a person of interest, right? In terms of like, uh, an icon. You know, a legend for like the game of basketball, right? He's giving back to his community. You see what I mean? And I feel like a lot of guys who are from privileged position should be doing that, helping out and giving back, right? So that's something I, I, I truly respect, right? And I feel like that can like also help shift the culture in Akron, Ohio. You feel me? So I think it's a great thing, though. What do you guys think? 
I also think it's a great thing. You know, I, I got to put that side clause out there that, um, you know, I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but um, I definitely have to respect this move, man. Like, it, it was a great, you know, he, he actually low-key stole my idea, man. Because, you know, <laughs> back, in, back in 2014, man, you know, I, did, I didn't have the finances, but um, I definitely kind of was thinking the same thing of like doing things for the community, doing things nationwide, uh, in a sense, having these schools that have, you know, cause I think he wants to eventually expand it to where it's going to be grades. What is it? First grade to eighth grade or something yeah. like that. And paying for tuition and just having that high level education for these students in impoverished areas, I think is very important for the community. You know, he actually has like, I think the school goes all the way to five o'clock mm-hmm. and they want to do things where they're have more hours with the children, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, not to say anything disrespectful about some of those parents, but some of those parents may not be the best parents for those. They may not be doing their due diligence as parents, uh, as parents, you know, so he's trying to kind of just keep them out of those certain situations, whether it's in the streets, whether it's the household. And I 100% support that. And, you know, you got to put those kids in a productive environment to where they may be able to actually do something uh, positive with their lives going forward. Uh, so he's giving those kids a, a, a chance to, you know, do something different to, to succeed. And then hopefully, you know, those kids, they'll be, you know, raised up. And then one day they'll come back and they'll try to do give something back. similar, you know, give back, you know. And I, I think it's the, the start of many things like, you know, LeBron James having that, you know, that type of platform for him to use it. It is an inspiration to other athletes, other, you know, just people of, you know, of color who are also in similar situations to maybe step up and do similar things. So maybe we can get something going on a nationwide scale, uh, scale you know, something a little bigger, but it's a start. It's a great start. Man, I'm, I'm torn on this one because I want to hate LeBron so bad. <laughs> um, but I mean, what he's doing is incredible. Um, I definitely can't take that away from him. Um, you know, I have so much love for Michael Jordan um, as far as, you know, the player that he that, that he that he was. Um, but low key, man, this 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 move makes LeBron the goat, man. <laughs> don't, don't put that in the air. Man. <laughs> Look, man, like just 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 what he's doing, you know, like this dude, this dude, Michael Jordan, you know, um, people, people exactly he hasn't like I mean, as much as I love the dude, he hasn't done much for, like you said, the culture. Um you know, this dude made a killing off of shoes. At the same time, people were getting killed trying to get his shoes, you know. And this dude, LeBron James, is building schools, um, changing lives, just changing lives. And that's, I mean, that's incredible. To, to say that if you graduate from this school, you get uh, guaranteed tuition to, the, to, a, to a university, um, you know, which fi- financially, that's why, that, that's what blocks people from a pathway to higher education, especially, you know, uh, minorities. Um, and then to have you know, the parents placed in jobs or getting a GED. I mean, this dude is, this dude is the king of Ohio. And I mean, I don't, I don't think that there are any athletes or, you know, hip hop artists or whatever that are doing, that are doing like certain things like this for their community at this level. Can't hate on the dude. I I mean, I I got mad love for him and uh, this, this definitely makes him the GOAT. I agree. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, it was good, you know, for like, especially for like, you know, young, you know, people coming up, right? They would get to see like their like favorite, like, you know, superstar or whatever, right? Give back to the city, you know what I mean? And I think it's a good inspiration. So, shout out to LeBron, man. I, I like to hear that, you know what I'm saying? 
yo, I hope this is a wave that, you know, like other athletes and other people in positions of, of, of power, um, um, take for, for too long. They've made, they've made money off of like, you know, the, the, uh, the African-American community in, in the form of like, you know, shoe sales and summer camps and all that kind of stuff. But hopefully, you know, we stop, we stop judging, we stop judging athletes by what they do on the court and how many, you know, how much money they make off of their shoes and what they're doing for the community, um, to give back. Um, that's what, that's really what we need to hold these athletes accountable for. So true that Ebby. last, last point. You want to add a last point to that? Man, I just think watching LeBron James my whole life, like, you know, obviously there's times where you hate him and you love him, but he's my hero. And to do something like this, this is as a, as a athlete, not just as a basketball player, just as a person that a first generation p- person, this is most of us listening to this, like, you know, yeah. you want to do something to give back. You want to like not put people in the position that you, you, you came up with. Yeah. And just for him to do that, like I dream of doing something like this for my community. And just for him to do that, it's, it's big. This is like, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than anything he'll ever achieve on the basketball court. So it's like as a, as a man, like I'm always going to respect him. I'm always going to look up to him. Like he's he's my hero. He's in the, he's in the books forever now. And I think this is just the beginning too. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, true. And I was moving along. So guys, we're all men here. All of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna have a good time for you know Carabana Week and all that stuff. But <laughs> we gotta be safe out here. Now, back when we were growing up, you know what I'm saying? We can go up to a girl and, you know, do stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, holler, you know, grab them, touch them up. You know what I'm saying? But things have changed though. So my thing is though, as a man, do you guys feel a type of pressure, intimidation now when it comes to approaching women? Especially in this whole Me Too climate and stuff like that. Does that make you change your perception on like basically like how to like go about, you know, approaching people or females or whatever? Um, I, I would definitely have to say that it, it, it has changed things a little bit, you know, um, you know, you just, you, I don't know, just the mentality, you know, you, you, you definitely second guess yourself, you know, especially when it comes to anything that's, you know, sexual or anything that's implicating something that's sexual, you know, you kind of, of course, hesitate, you know, you don't want to step over too many toes and things like that because you you don't know. You don't know because sometimes you catch a vibe, you know, you catch a vibe, you're feeling some type of way and you believe the girl's feeling the same way. But now in this day and age, like if you try to act on it, maybe not physically, but just something that you're saying or something like that, the, your, your approach to the girl, you know, may be taken the wrong way. And the implications of that, you know, of that situation are kind of like scary to, I think, a lot of men in this yeah. day and age yeah. because it can be damaging, you know. Even if you're just a regular guy, it can be damaging to your reputation. If you're working at the office or something like that, something gets out that you were saying this or saying that and, you know, you thought everything was good and it wasn't. Maybe the girl didn't say anything. She didn't like the way she was being spoken to or anything, you know, and um, yeah, things get out and now your reputation is tarnished, you know, as a man. And uh, it's a big deal. Reputation stuff like reputational damage like that is, is, is stuff that's it's hard to bounce back. You know, because no matter what, once you've been once you've been stigmatized in a certain sense, sometimes there's no coming back. You know, once that's put on you, whether it's true or whether it's not, some people are always going to view you in that light. So it is you, you kind of just have to think twice about approaching somebody a certain way. And it's not about approaching somebody disrespectful because you can still, you know 
try to do your thing or try to flirt and, you know, say something sexual or something like that without being disrespectful to a woman. So um, it's just I think I definitely think it, it, it changes things in the sense where guys kind of think twice about certain things, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, man, this is this is a tough subject because like, I mean, like in no way do I condone like, you know, disrespecting a woman, yeah. um, you know, uh sexual assault or um you know degrading a woman in any way but disclaimer you know that yeah you know what i'm saying disclaimer right but um personally i feel i do feel like this me too movement has gotten out of hand um you know i don't i don't want to like you know step on any toes but it's, it's just it's just facts once upon a time just saying that okay i you know getting up on a girl and dancing up dancing up on her or you know whatever or you know Shoot, when we're in elementary school, you know, <laughs> you know, in elementary school, you know, we had to play like truth or dare, and you know, you dare to go grab, you know, grab a girl's ass or something like that. You know, y'all know, and don't if, if if you say that you never did it, man, you was a liar. You know what I'm saying? But you know, like I mean, nowadays you can, like if if a kid does that, like yo, they're getting expelled. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're in a whole lot of trouble, and and and. You know, if I, I just feel like a lot of things are taken way out of context and a lot of people are very, very sensitive. Um, you know, if you don't like the way someone's approaching you or if you don't like the way someone's hitting you up, like, you know, don't respond. Um, don't go over there at two o'clock in the morning, you know, and, you know, expect that y'all are just going to like watch Netflix or something like that. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, there's just there's certain ways to avoid certain situations. Um, but, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's that true. I feel like the whole like movement has got out of hand, right? It's trying to show that like I don't know. To me, how I'm perceiving is like women are not being very self aware of the environment. You see what I mean? Especially when it's to add to the fact that you were saying that yo be going to a man them house. You know what I'm saying? And then like not like giving that thought like yo maybe this single sit left or whatever, right? So I maybe I should protect myself or whatever. But besides that too, there's like this whole like concept. And a lot of us are like West Indies or Caribbean from descent, right? And normally like you know go up to a girl, you grab her, dance over there. You know what I'm saying? Like catch a wine, like it's like part of the culture, right? But it's not now. It's like I feel kind of feel kind of weird now because like you can do that. Next thing that can cause an issue, you know what I'm saying? Because now you're supposed to go up to a girl, you're supposed to ask. So I think sometimes it just gets out of hand though. But at the same time, like again, we're all men here, we're all good guys. We're here to protect the women, you know what I'm saying? We all respect the women, and that's the thing though. So ladies, if you're listening to what we're saying, like yo, we definitely respect you, you know what I'm saying? We're not your enemies, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. Every add to that, yo. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna be straight up with you guys. I think the the Me Too movement is just. It's kind of stupid at this point at this point and and the reason this message <laughs> and the, the reason the reason why i feel like it's 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 just, it's just gotten stupid it, it it had a good meeting before like i was with it because like me, when you say me too like yeah and like if something you got sexually assaulted and you lost your dignity and you know you want to hide it then me too you know what i'm saying yeah. but if 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 somebody was said a like Morgan Freeman, yeah. that Me Too thing with that 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 girl that that said that he he violated her because he said a comment and I saw the video of it and it was just that's a reach like that's stupid everything this is stupid like you, no, like nice. like some things like some things are just taken out of context and it's, it's getting ridiculous that people just want to just is it a cry for attention take people down like I don't know what it is but, but but don't desensitize what sexual assault really is because there there are actual real victims yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like for me. Like, this is how I feel about even the depression thing, too. People, like, if you cry wolf so much, it desensitizes the whole 
it desensitizes the whole the whole topic. You know what I'm saying? So the whole Me Too thing, like it's like I'm not, I I don't flinch at it. I don't like because like people cry wolf so much now. Like you know what I'm trying to say? I don't know if I'm making sense, but I make I make sense to me, and I I don't care about I speak my mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy, man. But <laughs> I I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I understand where the movement is coming from, so this is a good thing. I'm not trying. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to be completely correct, but I'm saying I do understand why the, the movement came about. Yeah. Trying to get these motherfuckers out of here, you know what I'm saying? These guys who are like, you know, objectifying women and stuff like that, right? Huh? But the thing is, now it's getting to over thing because we need to set a precedent. Like, okay, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable? You know what I'm saying? We do need to do that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand. I wouldn't say it's totally it's stupid. It's no, nah, I won't say it's totally stupid. I think it's just like they need to like like scale back and relax. Okay, what like the difference? Like, what is rape, sexual assault, and all that other stuff? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Be more objective with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, I, I definitely don't think it's stupid. <laughs> There's definitely it, it definitely spawned from something real. You know, but but the lines have gotten skewed. Yeah. Um. You know, like. What constitutes, you know, uh, sexual assault or something like, you know, or, or like um, indecency or something like that? Like if, if you're if you whistle at a chick, is that is that, oh, my God, I just got me too'd, you know, um, commenting on a girl's outfit, mm-hmm. you know, is that is that me too? Because I mean, like some of these. OK, of course, you know. If a girl, if you, if you touch, if you touch a woman and she, and she didn't want, and she said no, or, you know, she didn't consent or something like that, of course, definitely, you know, we're, we're, we're not, that's not okay, you know, but if you go over to a dude's house at 2am, you know, and, um, you know, he asks you if he can smash, right? He can, he can slash and you're like, no. And then, you know, you're like, Hey, you know, okay. Can I get some head or something like that? And you're like, okay, you know, okay. So you go, you go ahead, you get it done. Right. Because we were talking about, you go, you get it done. And then, you know, you wake up at uh three thirty AM, you know, and this dude thinks, okay, I got some head, you know, I can, I can go ahead and get it in now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, is that like, I mean, is 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 it is it a me too moment like what like what were you doing there in the first place that late at night knowing what was you know what the person wanted if that's not what you wanted in the first place like why didn't you just get up and go like that's that's just where i stand on it i i don't think every situation you know you have to cry wolf you you have to you have to be aware of of your surroundings you have to be aware of what you're doing um and who you're doing it with true uh I got to go ahead and put that uh, disclaimer out like these guys did, too, that I don't think the Me Too movement is, you know, stupid per se. Uh, I think it definitely comes from a great place. Um, But at the end of the day, everything is about balance. You know, the Me Too movement, it does empower victims, you know, to speak out and things like that. But again, everything is about imbalance. When you empower somebody, there's always that uh, inherent threat of over empowering that individual you don't want someone to be untouchable you know in the sense of which anything you say you know is believed you know and you have no accountability on your end for you know doing certain things so it kind of goes back onto you know basically just what uh man was talking about just with uh Ah oh, damn! I just lost my thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, you want to finish that? Well, yeah, yeah. Last last thing is, I mean, like, you know, where, why, why, like, this 
the, re- the, the, the biggest thing is, is, is tried in the court of public opinion. Like one, once you put it out there, once you say that, you know, someone did something to you or, or, or X, Y, Z, you know, this person's, like you said, this person's reputation is tarnished, you know, e- even if it comes out that he didn't do it. Um, and that's, that's why I feel like the, the Me Too movement has gone too far because now we're prosecuting people, um, you know, who don't deserve to have that stain on their reputation, you know? That's 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 why I stand where I stand with that. So true that, true that. Anyways, let's get into some a lighter note, lighter note thing. All right, so we've been men. All of us are men here, yo. I know we probably done some dumb shit in the past, though, right? As boys, what's the yo yo yo? Seriously though, yeah, I want to be. I want I want to do some fun, fun though. What is kind of the wildest? If you guys are willing to share the wildest things you've done with a chick, <laughs> stories or anything like that, Abby, I know Abby, Abby, don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be passive right now. Don't be passive. Or also, like, you know, the things that you've done that you wish you can go back and, like, take back or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, go first, bro. Come on, man. This guy gonna try to put me on the spot like that, man. You know, I... I I, I definitely can't. Yeah, actually, that's true. I did say my name earlier, though, but um, I don't think I could just expose myself like that, you know, but I can't even think of nothing just wild like that, man. Like, that's just, would just really just be wild. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. Every place, man, you know, we, we've touched the whole planet, bro. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, going places, doing something, nothing crazy to where I, uh, you know, have to say like damn i wish i could kind of take that back in a sense you know so uh maybe something will come to me man after I, <laughs> you know guys create stories and stuff <laughs> after yeah, hearing some after, after this weekend yeah <laughs> exactly the night the night is still young so <laughs> oh man um crazy well uh first of all i want to give a shout out to my girl marie uh love you very much <laughs> Um, man, I, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, we, 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 we were college kids one day, you know, probably done some pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Um, I, I, I guess one, I guess one we can say is, uh, when we went to, I think we talked about it earlier when we found that dude <laughs> that was slumped up in the stall at that one club one time. Um, yo, so, uh, I guess, uh. This was, I think we were like at sophomores or juniors in college or something. And, um, we got pretty, uh, we were pretty lit and we went to this club and we're having a good time. And, um, we went to use the restroom or whatever. And we saw, um, <laughs> like trails, of trails of blood or whatever leaving, leading to this stall. And so we opened the stall up and this dude was just slumped. Um, and we're like, man, should we call 911? <laughs> But the party was so lit, so we said, nah, because the cops are going to come and shut it down. <laughs> so we just closed the stall and went back to having a good time. Um, but that's that's about it. True that. True that. I mean, I don't have any stories. I've been an angel for the longest time, you know what I mean? I'm a good guy, you know what I'm saying? Bible study. Right? Bible studies, you know, I'm a church boy. You know what I'm saying? And trying to become a pastor. So, yeah, Ebby. Yeah, I got to say I'm on the same, same boat as Jeff. <laughs> You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty boring guy, you know, nonchalant, so I don't really do much. So, yeah, I don't really have much stories. Yeah, 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 yeah I hear that. But, okay, but you guys are guys, though, right? So, seriously, though, like, when women, like, talk about shit about, like, yo, guys ain't shit, guys ain't trash. Like, what do you guys feel about that, though? Because you feel like that, that attacks us as men, demonizing us? Because not all of us are bad, you know what I mean? I mean, 
there's cer- obviously certain certain circumstances that like maybe like we're probably involved with somebody and then things also work out. We decide like we take it upon ourselves to get out of a situation though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like, what's your guys' take on that? Man, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I feel like like when when you know you're talking to a girl and if she's not feeling you, you know she tells you she's not feeling you, right? You you just got to move on. Like it's that's it. But you know if you're talking to a girl and then all of a sudden uh, you're not feeling her and you just you know kind of move on, all of a sudden you're like a I guess you're you're apparently you're a fuckboy or something. Um, I mean it is what it is. You know I just, I really I just feel like um as far as you know women attacking dudes, you know there is a double standard. Um. And you know I'm 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 okay with that. Whatever, <laughs> man. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> I'm not at all. You know, like not not every dude is a bad dude. You know, and I think it's a bad mentality for a lot of women to you know to have. You know, and I'm not gonna say nothing, man. You know, I did put my name out there, but that's honestly why there's a lot of women who are out there who are single, you know, because they have this certain type of mentality that all men are bad and, you know, you're quick to judge a man and things like that. And you miss out on a good opportunity. Like, I mean, we're all human beings at the end of the day. We all have flaws, particularly as men. We have flaws that are general to us sometimes, but it doesn't mean we're a bad guy because a lot of things are perspective. You know, just giving them one example real quick, you know, is is on a sexual uh, sense, right? A girl starts kind of talking to a dude or something like that. And uh, she she feels that, you know, like, ah, you know, she gets she gets some sense that, you know, the guy wants to have like, you know, sex or something like that. Right. So now all because this guy like he's come at her the proper way. He's been a gentleman and things like that. But you get the vibe that, you know, he wants to have sex or something like that. You know, all of a sudden you've labeled this guy as just some this heartless bad. bad guy or something like that's that. Bad. But now let's say the same it's the same dude and you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You like the way he approaches you mm-hmm. and everything like that. Now you want to have sex with the guy. You have sex. You leave the guy alone and all of a sudden he's not some bad guy. He's not some heartless guy or something like that. It's the same type of guy, same mentality that the guy had. But all of a sudden, because you want to engage in the act, he's just a regular guy to you instead of this heartless monster. So at the end of the day, it's all perception, you know, it's all perception. So that's that's really what it is. And I think women have to kind of think of stuff like that and keep it in mind when they're judging dudes. So that's just the example. See, that's the thing too, right? To add to that too, right? Like, yo, why is it that y'all's guys, you know what I'm saying? We're pieces of shit when we're not really interested in a girl, you know what I'm saying? But then I guess we like to have her around, right? But then when girls have guys who they friend them up, you know what I'm saying? They put them in the friend zone and they show no interest in a guy, but then it's like they look at us like we're the pieces of shit. How does it make any sense? You know what I mean? You know, uh, I, th- I think that's because, you know, the girl doesn't want to have sex with the guy. And but we would want to have sex with the girl. You know what I'm saying? We keep her around. But they usually, the, the friend zone, once you're in the friend zone, if a girl puts you in the friend zone, they're probably not trying to have sex with you. But I, I, I do think, like, you know, like, it is perspective or perception, you know, in terms of trash men. But, like, I don't really care. Like, if you think I'm trash, I'm still going to live my life. Like, go ahead. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Think I'm trash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do, 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 do what you got to do. But the thing is, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't like, it's like, it's like you're demonizing men by calling ourselves trash or whatever. You know what I mean? We're not trash. You know what I'm saying? I think what it is sometimes is I feel like a lot of women have unrealistic expectation of us guys because they like us. You know what I'm saying? And because we don't fulfill, fulfill that mold or the idea of what they created in their head, we disappointed, then we look at we're trash. 
Because what if I was never that type of guy that I was, or I'm like, I want, I'm a guy that you probably see like potential bae, you know what I'm saying? What I'm just like regular dude, I just want to go around fucking girls. Am I trash for that? I mean, if you're honest with them, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're honest with them from the get go, then no. But like, you know, even like women will tell you like, oh man, just be upfront with me from the beginning and you know, there won't be no problem. And you'll tell them from the jump, like, hey, you know, this is what I want or this is what I don't want, you know? Um, and then, you know, when it comes to an end or, you know, and it doesn't go the certain way that they want it to, all of a sudden you're trash. Like, I, I can speak from personal experience, you know? Um, no, 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 you know, you know, <laughs> you know, and I'm not calling anybody out, nothing. I'm just, I'm just speaking from personal, you know, uh, I was talking to somebody, right. And, you know, things weren't working out, you know, for one reason or another. And I didn't feel the same way that I felt at the beginning. Right. But apparently, you know, I'm a fuck boy or I'm, you know, what X, Y, Z, because, you know, I told the person up front, like this is how I feel. So, you know, first of all, they don't want you to lead them on. Right. So if you feel, they want you to be honest with them. Okay. I don't feel a certain way about you anymore. But then when you do tell them that, okay, then it's a problem. And all of a sudden, you know, you fall into that category. So you, it's, it's a lose, lose situation. You just, and, and that's why I say, I'm okay with it. You just take your, you know, you just take your supposed L, keep it moving and keep upgrading. You know, that's all you can do. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I think Iman summed it up perfectly with saying that it's a lose lose situation at the end of the day, you know, because there's situations, man, that people have been in. You know, I'm not saying it's me or anything like that, but (laughs) certain situation where, you know, there's a lady or something like that. You know, you meet her at the club. Mm -hmm. You may have a one night stand or something. Things go down, uh, you know. You're a perfect gentleman the next night. Y'all actually converse a little bit. She think you're a cool dude. You know, she like what she got sexually as well. You know, all of a sudden she likes you. But that's not the premise of the the relationship you guys have established or anything like that. So now she's interested in you, but you're not interested in her. So all of a sudden when you reject her on that, you know, on that sense, now you're a jerk. All you wanted was sex all of a sudden. But that was the premise of y'all's uh, relationship. That was the premise of what y'all established. It was never on, I approach you, you know, you have this, you have that, that I'm looking for. No, the first time you guys met was a sexual encounter. So how does it become, now you become the victim and the guy has become a monster. I mean, I, I, I think that's a little, you know, that's unjust, you know, at the end of the day. So women just have to really empathize what men put themselves in their position as well and just see that it's not just us who are just bad guys you know we're just regular dudes doing regular things you know so listen like everything is factuals you know at the end of the day if it doesn't go the way that they want it to you know if they don't change you into what they want you to be you're gonna get roasted in the group text just keep taking it you know what i'm saying just accept it <laughs> you know just accept it and move on and live your best life you know and let them let them keep talking about you let them keep doing whatever at the end of the day you know <laughs> i ain't going back and forth with you <laughs> i agree man i just feel like yo I don't know, man. To be honest, I don't really know. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like women need to stop, like, you know, talking shit about us men, them. You know what I'm saying? Especially the fact that we're trying out here, you know? And it's like, you know, if it doesn't work out, like, we don't feel like we're qualified for it for you, keep that shit moving. You know what I'm saying? But they go out there and, or, or for example, if your situation don't work, you know what I'm saying? If your situation don't work, I don't feel like it's necessary for you guys to, like, shut on everybody just because. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's that, man. <laughs> that's the what was wrong? Shit. <laughs> you guys ready to turn up? <laughs> you guys ready to turn up, man? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, you, you guys, you guys trying to get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, and else, anything to add to that though? Yeah, I just think, um, I just think that uh, you know, just it's important to keep an open mind in every situation, especially with the opposite sex. I mean, like you gotta, you know, there's bad experiences, but you can't let that, you know, like ruin your judgment in yeah. terms of how you see other people, or else you're gonna miss out on good experiences. Yeah, that's 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 the ultimate thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that though. You know what I'm saying? Don't let your bad experiences cause your judgment or the bad experiences of other people cause your judgment. You know what I'm saying? Every situation going to be brand new and fresh. So like let the the past die and just look up be optimistic for the future. So yeah, yo. But yo, yo, plug plug in your socials, man. Real talks. Oh man, we 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 in a sticky situation now, man. <laughs> Because I'm I'm not even a, a a social media guy at all, man. Yeah. I got I got I got no social media, man. All the knowledge that you you know y'all were privy to tonight, man. You know is is something that's is a rarity, you know. So uh, my name is Amekanaji. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Uh-uh. I don't have any social media right now. I could okay. activate my my Facebook, you okay. know, okay. stuff like that. Toronto got me out here, you know, feeling like I need to get a little Snapchat and get a, a little Instagram. So if I do, I'll definitely be in touch with Jeff. You know, I appreciate you allowing me to be on your podcast, though, man. True that, true that. Yo, E-Man, plug in your social if you want, bro. Yo, follow me at Medicus O. You know, and uh, if you're in the area, definitely come out to uh, the Cabana pool party. Uh, come out to the yacht party tomorrow. Um, come out to Juvert. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling. Uh, females only, obviously. You know, I'm, I'm rolling. <laughs> you know, we rolling with a bunch of savages, man. We trying to get it in. <laughs> this guy's dumb, yo. Yo, plug in your socials, bro. <laughs> you already know what it is. Toronto, we uh, we doing a madness for our, for our brother out here this weekend. So uh, I went out to Toronto to show up for this weekend. Let's get it. That's what's up. Any man that wants to post in the socials? One time for the one time. This is uh, Anthony coming from the SWAT, a.k.a. Southwest, A-Leaf, Texas. You know what I'm saying? For uh, Two Twisted, hold it down. Uh, socials, really on the low, is... Uh, let me see, Med School B. That's a that's a Snapchat. Add me on that mug. And then uh, what else we got? IG. Add me on Just Antho three O's. And uh, I think eighty nine or something like that. You will find me. But either way, regardless, hold it down, y'all. Abby, any socials or not? There's no socials, but anyways. Abby, do you have any socials? Hurry up, bro. I don't got any socials, but just watch out for me. I'm coming. <laughs> Anyways, yo, it's Jeffrey Suave. That's that. That's that. Wraps it up. This is our opinions. This is a very quick episode because we have to get out. You know, have a good time. But anyways, thank you for tuning in for the Speaking My Podcast. Uh, zero is just Suave. And see you guys next week. All right, peace. You got a lot to be smiling for. Come So what the fuck you be wilding for? Come on, I get my grin on. I'm smiling, bitch, cause I always get my win on. I've been on so many different stages. Raced the cover of a hundred magazine pages. Made people smile everywhere that I went. I even put it on the first black president. It's evident I'm hot as a crock pot. With a big ass smile like Mr. Hot Spot. 
Yeah, you got a lot to be smiling for. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. So what the fuck you be wildin' for? Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. If you're breathing, you achieving. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. We having fun this evening. Believe me. Up in the air and show a hater you don't even much care. We finna get another bag this year. My ex bitch, you can have that there. Hey, this year bad vibes get cut off. More trips, new chicks with no draws. More drinks, more smoking, more cars. More shows with Doofall and Snoop Dogg. Look, I ain't tryna throw no shade, 'cause I can't see them in my lane. As long as my rent getting paid, I can care less what a bitch think, huh? You in the club every night with no job. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. Eating good off your food stamp card. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. You made a killing last year off fraud. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come If you know you ain't going to work tomorrow. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. Come on. <laughs> Smile.